Our first guest tonight is unquestionably the most famous lifeguard in the world. This is her new memoir. It's called Love, Pamela, and her Netflix documentary is called Pamela, A Love Story. Please welcome Pamela Anderson. Would you mind recapping what you just said to me as I walk as you walked out? You, you looked at me. You said, "You're gray." You have gray hair. I got old since the what last happened? time you were here. Am I gray? No, you're not gray. Okay, good. I saw in your documentary. You go to the drugstore and buy like Clairol um, hair yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But you know, I've always done that. I can't sit still for long enough for someone to do my hair. Is that true? You've That's always true. done that. Yourself. I've always done my hair. Yeah, and I don't yeah. have to do it as much now because the gray is easier to cover than the dark. So maybe I should get you to do my hair. I think because um, obviously it was somewhat shocking. You look good to you. though. You look thin. I mean, <laughs> thinner. <laughs> I guess I haven't seen the show in so long. I don't know. I've been missing. I've been on the farm. I haven't really been watching TV. I've been, you know, playing with my I know, dogs and making up, jam. You've been up in the island. You've yeah. been uh, living your life peacefully, yeah. it seems. I know. It's so different. Somewhat peacefully. Somewhat peacefully. Although you did mention in the documentary that you got your house remodeled. The yeah, contractor that was came. A mistake. You married him at the beginning of the documentary. <laughs> and you divorced him by the end of the documentary. <laughs> yeah. Storyline. <laughs> I need a beginning, a middle, and an end. <laughs> At least you know he's not gonna like gouge you when he's your husband for a while, I guess. Okay, well, Why did you decide there. to do this now? After all of these years, you've had all of this, you have an incredible trove of memories. I mean, really, <laughs> first of all, I'm so impressed that you wrote everything, all your experiences down in a journal so religiously, right. so diligently. You kept everything, notes on everything. I did. That's how the documentary started. But for writing my book, I just kind of thought, what was my first memory? What's my last memory? And I just filled it all in between. I didn't go into my journals or anything to write this book. So I wrote, just went back in those three chapters of my life and felt those feelings again and remembered scenes out of them. I mean, it's been a wild and crazy life. I don't know. Your and son. I I just, I'm your, old enough to tell my story. Your I son, Brandon. Who is, how old is Brandon now? Brandon's 26. Brandon's 26, 26 now. He's he's a producer on the documentary. Yeah, he produced. He made the deals. He wanted me to do it. He said, "Mom, it's time for you to tell your story." You know, and I said, "Okay, let me see what I can come up with." And I said, "I have. I don't even know if I've kept anything." And I gave him the keys to the archives, and he went up there, and I've saved everything. Yeah, you have everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. And then his job is to go through his mom's personal stuff, diaries. Well, I haven't killed anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured anything other than that is fine. Yeah, no, yeah, except for when it's your mom, and then I would imagine a lot of the stuff... He's, first of all, he's my kid. Yeah. He's Tommy's kid. He's kind of seen a lot in his life. There's nothing shocking. Uh -huh. There's nothing in my diary that's gonna, him, is gonna change his opinion of me. So none of it, none of it shocked him? I, well, the whole life has shocked him, poor kid. Yeah. Both boys, you know. Was there one thing in particular that stood out to you that he mentioned that he read? No, nothing. No, I mean, no, this was like, you know, Ryan, um, he had a director, too, so he didn't really go through everything with a fine-tooth comb, but uh -huh. that was interesting. I did see some of the videos, and I hadn't seen anything for a really long time. I mean, that's what we do. We take videos of our kids, and then we never sit down and watch them. Right, yeah. So um, they were putting in these videos, and it just brought so many tears to my eyes to see just the... You know, all the wild, you know, birthday parties and things, just like any mom. So yeah. it was emotional to go through it all. But, yeah, I guess it was a little spicy. Was it fun to go through it all? It was hard. 
hard to go through it. I think we compartmentalize. If we put these things in our past and then we don't think about it again. But I think that's kind of what the problem is. I think, you know, we need to kind of face our childhoods, face our history, just kind of look back and see, you know, why we are the way we are. Tommy was cool with you using these videos, I assume? Well, yeah, he's, he's, him and I check in with each other every once in a while. He's happily married. He has someone really wonderful in his life. I'm really happy for them. So it's, this is just kind of one of those things to put everything to rest all in one big picture because having these kind of piecemeal ideas, I thought maybe it's Brandon and Dylan both said, if you told your whole story, it would make sense. <laughs> it's just mm -hmm. like seeing these little bits and pieces. Are, are harder, so maybe there was a reason for it all, and I don't know, I'm happy. You mentioned going back through and like, and confronting this stuff and reading all this stuff and really like reliving this stuff, but I thought this was very interesting because I was a little bit confused when I'm watching the documentary, the parts, the diary uh, journal entries mm -hmm. are voiced over, and it's not you voicing them over, it's another, it's a woman a woman we never see reading your journals during your documentary. Why did well, you have somebody else do that? Well, someone asked me to read the journals, and I didn't want to. I said, I think that's just one step too far. I'm not going to sit there and read my journals. Plus, I'd probably say, oh, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I'm not going to do that. And my, the one thing I really wanted is to not have anything to do with the documentary. And just like two days ago, I sat down with my son, Dylan, to see it. And the whole time, I'm like oh, covering his eyes, covering my eyes. We're both like in tears, and I don't even know what I saw, but I was more concerned about him. He wanted to see it. Dylan wanted to see it, and he hadn't seen it yet. So I was just concerned about like his it? feelings. Did he like it? Did Dylan enjoy watching yeah, it? Yeah, he, well, you know, he did. He was happy that the story's out there and it's been told uh, correctly. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, I did it for them, too. You did it at the same time you've released a book, Love Pamela. Well, that wasn't supposed to be at the same time. It was well, funny, like two years ago I started writing a book and then um, this documentary idea came up with Netflix and, I, and we were, they were gonna be released at different times and then they all so sudden- There's so many good stories in here. Yeah, well. There's one uh, story um, where, you, where your son figured out what Hugh Hefner does for a living. <laughs> yeah. Will you tell us that one? Well, it was Easter. I used to take my kids to the Playboy Mansion for Easter. Same Easter with our hunt, family. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, and then I was getting the car. I was getting the car from ballet, and, and Brandon comes running up just in terror, and he goes, Mom, I was just in the, just got out of the grotto with Marston and Cooper and uh, with Dylan, and he goes, do you know what Hef does for a living? And I was like, oh, geez. And he said, he takes pictures of naked girls. I said, ew, and they were just like, ew, and they jumped in the car and we sped off. I said, let's get out of here. <laughs> Happy horrifying. Easter, kids. <laughs> you, at one time, and I remember when this, this happened, and I remember thinking like, wow, that's a strange thing that she's doing. You worked at a magic show in Las Vegas. Who doesn't want to be a magician's assistant? You were a huge star being a magician's assistant. It was one of my favorite things I've ever done. Yeah, it that's so funny. fun because I feel like if you're, I just, you know, you're on one side of the magic or, or the other, and I always wanted to be on that side of the magic. So I really enjoyed it. I got to be levitated 40 feet in the air, and I got fire spikes driven through me and burnt sometimes. It was so much fun. How many shows? Like you do like, like six, seven shows a like week? three months. Three months of shows yeah. at the yeah. Palms Hotel. Well, it was at Planet Hollywood, but I did oh. go to the Palms, and when I went to the Palms, they took the L out when I was in residence. So right. Said, yeah, the story. The... I love they that. actually, that's when you know you're a big star, when they will remove one of the letters from their sign And you're for doing you. and your magician's assistant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, yes, for, you're the world's biggest magician's assistant. So um, at that time, you also learned to um, uh, make balloon animals. 
Well, I mean, I didn't want to waste any time. So when I was getting my makeup done, I hired a clown to teach me how to make balloon animals. <laughs> Something to fall back on. <laughs> you can't know too many things. All right, so. Okay, but this is okay. You're gonna, oh my God, well, girl. I got okay. some balloons. How many do you need? Give me that. To make something. I have no idea. Okay, just, I mean, I, I have no idea. The, the funny thing about balloon animals are that they can pop at any moment. Yeah, Wait, right, that's not yeah. right. Wait, this is, okay. Um, that's a poodle. <laughs> well, this poodle is in need of some veterinary assistance. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is something I never imagined would happen to me in my life. Oh, I got it! It's a poodle! <laughs> <laughs> Pamela Anderson is here. We'll be right back. I'm hardwired to just be like the most like insane. loving and insane yeah. person But loving, ever. you have to be insane to be in love, so. Yeah, I go. know. And you know what I say to all my girlfriends? I go, my mom tells me to be fearless to be in love. They're like, what the f does that even mean? <laughs> it means you've got to be brave to be in love. Yeah. That is uh, Pamela Anderson and her producer son, Brandon. So you have all these VHS tapes in this, like, in this storage exactly, area. Exactly, VHS tapes. And then you hand them all to Brandon. Does he even have, like, a VHS, a VCR to watch any of this we stuff? We had to get a special TV with a little thing in it. I kept it, because it's so cool. Yeah, well, you yeah. You put the tape in. It's not this, you know, it's kind of the way my brain works, just a little bit. You like that old-fashioned yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And DVDs, too. We had to have a DVD thing, and, and we had editors, everyone looking through it all and trying to find these little nuggets of good stuff, I guess. And I just still don't even really know what's in the doc, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> you yeah. watched it, though, right? I mean, Yes, I did, but with Dylan, I was really focused on Dylan, and, and Brandon set up this whole screening for us, and I just, you know, part of me was just more concerned about him and how he was feeling, so, I, I mean, I saw it. What about your parents who live with you? Have they seen it yet? No. They've not? No. Do you think they will see it? Well, my mom's read the book. That was enough. Uh-huh. That now. was... <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, because I think that's what we do, human nature, is to just kind of stuff these things in the past and, and try not to think about them again. And unfortunately, they said, you know, having a famous daughter is a real pain in the neck. <laughs> they said that? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, now I wrote a book. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like, but it. there's also a pretty nice house there, too. Exactly. You know? That's, I mean, there's, yeah, there's good and bad. There's yeah, balance. right. Right, yeah. So yeah. you have no book, no house, you right, know? Exactly. It, it, they kind of exactly. go hand in hand. Yes, you're right, you're right. I know. You, um, I'm just always worried. Uh, you have done uh, so many things, and it's really interesting to go back. And I feel like there were like big things you've done that weren't even in. In the documentary, there's, you've done so many things over the years. <laughs> yeah. Just your origin story is just crazy that you're at this Canadian Football League game and they spot you in the audience and everybody's like, whoa! And then suddenly <laughs> Labatt's, the beer company, says, here, put on one of our shirts. And then you start Playboy appearing calls. in their ads. Yeah. Yeah. And Playboy phones you up in this tiny little place where you live. And it was and my you first see plane ride to get here and I had to... You know. That was crazy. They wouldn't let you in the country no, either. No. Because so your passport didn't have a, you were honest, which is a big mistake. I when, showed them my Playboy letterhead, the letter from like Playboy. I said, I'm gonna be in Playboy. And they said, Oh no, you're not. <laughs> I said, what? So I was really proud of it. And so that was to, a like, bad idea. You had to circle back and go take a bus into Seattle from yeah. Vancouver, right? Yeah. Because yeah. on the bus they ask no, no questions. They don't ask any questions. Yeah. <laughs> 
know. It's pretty crazy. And then you wind up, you know, doing all these things. You're on Home Improvement. You're um, on VIP, uh, Baywatch, of course. And those Baywatch, that stuff is just fantastic to look back at that stuff, isn't it? I mean. Yes. Yes. I love Baywatch. That was fun. And I was on your show. I think I've been on your show like 14 times. You've been on my show 14 Someone times? Someone told me that yesterday. I didn't believe them. I don't remember any of them. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a couple pictures in the hallway, but I was probably you drinking. <laughs> wow, that's, that Not surprises anymore. me. I would have guessed like four or five times that you were here. Okay, well, I don't know who I talked to. Yeah, well, they're probably but, right. I'm, yeah. I remember things about as well as you do, yeah. so. Well, okay, so now what we're going to do is test your memory here, okay? Oh, good. Okay, okay so now we... We've taken um, some lines from some shows slash movies, and we went to the farmer's market where a lot of um, older people congregate. Oh, boy. And we Let asked me. them okay. to read these lines, and, and your job is going to be to guess whether it's something you said or not, okay? Okay. okay. And um, here, here we go. Let's start with the first one. We're going to stimulate your juices until you burst. Okay, now did I say that, Pamela Anderson? Sounds like something I thought. I don't know if I said it. We're gonna no. stimulate your juices until you burst. I probably said that. Let's find out. We're gonna stimulate your juices until you burst. I thought that sounded familiar. <laughs> all right, so you, all right, next up. Hey, do girls still smoke in the bathroom? We used to smoke up a storm back then. Do girls still smoke in the bathroom? We used to smoke up a storm back then. No. You I say you say did that. not say that. No, I don't think so, because I don't smoke. Hey, do girls still smoke in the bathroom? We used to smoke up a storm back then. Yeah, that was the late Louis okay, Anderson uh, okay, who said good. that. Yeah. Wow, you're doing very well so, so far. far. Two for two. Well, I just did my documentary in my book. I do know a little bit about my life. Okay. <laughs> you want to do it in the alley? <laughs> do you want to do it in the alley? Do you want to do it in the alley? Yeah, sure I did. I Maybe I did. Maybe not. You want to do it in the alley? Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> we got two more. Die, Grandma. Die, die, die. Die, Grandma. Die, die, die. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not you. That's Oh, my God, I have movie. such a good memory. This is really... <laughs> I'm shocking myself. You're four for four. Let's see if you can make okay, a perfect see. run what out of it. What do I get? It. A balloon animal? Yes. Call me old-fashioned, but if you are going to be in bed with two women, one of them better be me. I have definitely thought that too, probably. Um, I'll say yes, I said it, but I don't think so. I don't know. Call me old-fashioned, but if you're going to be in bed with two women, one of them better be me. Perfect funny. score. That's never happened before. That's never happened before? Yeah, congratulations. I, I'm surprising people all the time lately. It's really, that's amazing. <laughs> I know. You know when you have nothing to live up to? You just surprise people constantly. All that alone time in the island is, is suiting you well. Thank you. Yes. Do you think you'll ever get married again? Oh, God, what a crazy question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I hope so. You hope so? Oh, yeah. you want to get married again? No, I, I mean, I hope, I hope so. I don't know. I don't, I, you just don't, I still have a lot of life left. Have you ever met Michael and Dell uh, from My Pillow? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> okay. Well, you're gonna find out next. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, don't worry. You can you can leave. But, okay, uh, great. Okay. Just, I mean, I miss, I miss you. I know. I miss Thank you, you too. For Thank you for coming. Uh, I'm glad you can remember every single part of your life except for your appearances on this show. 
<laughs> Pamela Anderson, everybody. Her memoir is called Love Pamela, and her documentary on Netflix, Pamela, a Love Story, is out now. We'll be back with Mike Lindell.